Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Shalom. Cedric, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Um, I'm okay. Shalom, Brother Matthew, tribe of Judah. Brother Matthew, tribe of Judah. Cedric? One moment, everybody. Cedric? Yes, sir. Your brother? Uh, I'm okay. I'll hang in there. I'll be okay. Brother? <laughs> you got <laughs> me. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't mean, I, I'm not, I can tell you about it later. It's okay. It's no big deal. I, what, what I'm saying, I sense it. Yeah. Very strongly. Yeah. I sense, I sense it very strongly. Okay. That, that's why I'm concerned. You know, like, you send off a high psychic vibration, brother. <laughs> Believe me. So, okay. I know we can talk about it later. Okay. But, uh, you know, I'm not asking you to put your personal business out there. I'm on you. I feel it. So, okay. you know, I hate that I had, I had this thing, man, but it happens. It's like, it is empathy, and uh, I'm pretty sensitive to thought vibrations and energies. Uh, unfortunately, that's been um, not always a good thing in my life because I can really feel it strongly. I so, know. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You, know, you probably do know because I think, you know, we – talked about telepathy and all that before but yeah yeah let me get started here thank you all for being here who's ever here uh right now um i see brother alex that's you sir peace brother how you doing yeah this is me peace brother i'm doing all right um brother jesse here you there shalom brother how are you doing I'm okay, sir. Um, I want to ask you, well, don't let me get off the line with, without us announcing your website address. Um, I want to ask you if you could help our brother, uh, Gavin. Um, I would do it, but he, he needs to deal with some administrative process. I would do it, but i got some other issues that have come up, so I'm asking for your assistance if you can help him out. Yes, sir. Is he on the line? Yes, shalom, brother. I'm sure. here right now. Um, yes, I'll um, send you an email of my number after the call. Okay. You want me to give you my uh, 
my my personal email. I can give it to you right now. Oh, hold on. Let me get a pen. All right, thank you. Thank you, Brother Priest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, what is it? It's um, D for Delta, A for Alpha, C for Charlie, A for Alpha, S for Sierra, T as in Tango, O for Oscar, one, the number one, the number nine, at yahoo.com. Okay, let me repeat that. D-A-C-A-S-T-O-1-9. Yes, sir. Okay, I'll email you after the call, brother. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. Nope. All right. Praise they the Lord. Brother Priest, they just they just came for it too. I just I just let it released. Well, okay. Praise the Lord. Voluntarily, yeah. Yes, sir. Good thing. That's being honorable. Um I I need to make some announcements, you all. Uh those who are not here presently, please share this with everyone in the nation. Our brother Justin, who has been incarcerated for 20 months on a charge that, according to him, he is innocent of, Um, he said to go to trial before the month is out, and he needs our prayer. He needs our positive energy like never before. I want to explain the situation to everyone. He is from Columbus, Ohio. He was going to uh, college in uh, Tennessee, and he met some guys. He was in uh, doing music, trying to get into music industry. And in doing that, one well, after about a year or so of knowing these guys, one day he uh, let them use his automobile while he was in class, and they committed heinous crimes. So, because they did it in his automobile, um, they the, the police um, indicated him as a as an accomplice. He's maintained his innocence that he did not know anything about it. Um, and they put him in jail. Well, actually, he voluntarily turned himself in. Well, he got out on bond. They told him to come back. He came back, I don't know, months, a couple months later or whatever. They locked him up. No trial, but they hold him until trial. So this was a year ago. 
um, I did. Some of you that were uh, with us at the time, you recall that I did pay the uh, sister tour, and I did go visit our brother last year and um, trying to make sure he stays in good spirit. Well, there were two other guys involved. One of them was sentenced to 38 years in prison. And there are two there are two others remaining, which is our brother Justin and another guy. This guy that's remaining, he said he's only known that guy for about three months. So he didn't even know him too well at all. Well, the same judge that gave this guy 38 years is the same judge that Justin has to face. So if you can imagine, he feels a bit apprehensive because what the prosecutors have said is that nobody's going to believe that you didn't know anything about it, anything at all about it. So he's taking that into serious consideration and they're trying to offer him a plea of 11 years. Now this is difficult because, mind you, if you are innocent, you don't want to claim or take a, a plea if you're innocent, but at the same time, you don't want to risk your life 38 years in front of a judge or a, a jury in Nashville, Tennessee. So he's considering taking the plea. And he feels um, backed up against the wall. So this is where we all need to focus our energy on our brother Justin, sending positive energy and prayers that whatever the outcome is, that it comes to his benefit. So... He has some, um, I, I guess, some way to look at this in a positive way because they are—they may allow him to stay in the county jail rather than go to state prison. And what he's telling, what his father told me today is, if he's in county jail, it would cut down. It would be like time and a half. So rather than the eleven years, it would be more like eight years plus time served and he's been in there two years already so you know it was significantly cut that down and then at the same time he um, has the ability to take Bible uh, Bible class while in prison while in jail so he feels as though if he can uh take Bible classes that it will help him to pass the time and um, he could be learning from the nation uh, along the same timeline. So we need all of your prayers. If you can imagine, uh, 
he's a young man. How old is he? I think he's, what is he, 23 now? I think he might be 23. Because he went in when he was 22. I mean, excuse me, he went in when he was 20. So I think he's probably 23 now. But he's a young man. And, um, you know, he needs our support. Now, over the last couple of years, I've asked some of you to write him. Um, I don't know that anyone has. I never asked him if anybody did or didn't. But we're a nation. We are a brother's keeper. Uh, To the best of my knowledge, he's innocent. I have to believe what he's telling me. And I have to support my brother. So, please send out prayers and positive energy. Brother Justin. Next, we have Brother Bernard, who some of you know. Well, he's our Mr. Communications dealing with radio and communications and things like that. Uh, Over, I think about a month ago or so now, he was in the airport. He passed out, hit his head, got a concussion. And at the same time, he was forced to have to move out of the place he was living abruptly. And um, he's had blurry vision. In the wait, before he had this happen, he was in a car accident about a year ago. So it's like been some progressive problems here. Well, I went to try to contact him the other day, and his phone is disconnected. So, because he's been in between homes, he was staying in um, a hotel, a motel room, and presently, when I last spoke to him earlier this week, he uh, was able to stay with one of the brothers in the nation. So, I'm assuming that he is safe there, but I haven't been able to give the the, uh, brother a call to check on Bernard. So I'm asking all of you for your prayers and positive energies for Bernard. Next thing is Sister Anisha suffered a death of a close friend uh, I think this was last Friday. Well, last Friday was the funeral. Um, and she's going through some other hardships. I want to ask all of you for prayers and positive energies for our sister. And I'm saying this because we really are going to love one another. Love will make you blind and overlook, not blind in a bad way, blind in a good way. 
Love will make you blind to whatever differences you have with people when it comes down to them being taken care of in the time of crises. So keep that in mind because we need prayers and positive energies from for her too. Now, most certainly, all of us have personal life issues. I have some major challenges I'm dealing with right now, and I need your prayers and positive energies. I'm not going to speak on what my situations are, but no matter what, you can see this. Um, a man in my post, and I will die on this post representing this nation. I will not budge, no matter what. I will not let any excuse stop me from my responsibility and commitment to this nation. If I'm unable to do something, I'm unable to do it, and I will take a leave as necessary. But if there's anything in me that can stand on this post, I do it. And you all know because I had the damn pneumonia, (laughs) and I was still in classes, coughing, feeling like I was about to die, and I still made it to Detroit for our uh, yearly hobble or our first annual hobble. So we have to be mindful of our responsibilities one another in prayer and positive energy, and don't leave your post. Send that out to your brothers and sisters and keep them on your mind regularly. I ain't saying... Get down on your knees and salivate like our Christians do, but um, I'm saying just keep positive energies flowing towards our brothers and sisters. All right, so, um, well, actually, hold on. Brother Hakeem, uh, have you spoken with Bernard? You're on mute, brother. On the record, Brother Hakeem Tabajuda. I spoke to him. And connected with him a uh, week before last, he was supposed to give me a call back. And that's the last time I spoke with him. Are you? Okay. Well, I spoke with him on Monday. I think it was Monday. Maybe it was Tuesday. I can't even remember what day it was. Yeah, it was Tuesday because I called him back Wednesday. And the phone was disconnected. That's what happened. It was Tuesday. So um, keep your prayers and positive energies flowing. Thank you, brother. All right. Um, On a lighter note, did anybody know, did anybody here that knew that that, uh, James Brown had food stamps? Did anybody know that? No. Say that one more time. James James Brown, well, no, let me make it clear. Let me reiterate it. James Brown issued his own food stamps. Did anybody know that? No, sir. No, sir. No, no, sir. Oh, yeah. Is that the same dude that had his own bank too? 
I don't know about it. I don't know if he had a bank, but he had several radio stations. He had a number of radio stations, restaurants, and grocery stores. James Brown, the godfather of funk, was issuing food stamps. Now, I'm bringing this up because his mind was a mind of a nationalist. And he issued food stamps so that people can go to his restaurants and his grocery stores. James Brown food stamps. I kind of get a kick out out of me saying it because it's like really mind-blowing that an artist was thinking in that way and accomplished it. So, for another record, brother, this is Brother Cedric. So, I guess in his own unique way, he was doing kind of like private banking, if you will? My point exactly. Okay. James Brown food stamps. (laughs) So, here's the thing. Where there's a will, there's a way. If James Brown, for God's sake, can have grocery stores and restaurants and was issuing food stamps to help feed his own people, how much more do we have that obligation? What's going on, Puff Daddy? What's going on, Russell Simmons? What's going on, all of these rich bastards? DMX passed out, found out, laid out on the overdose last night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's wrong with these people? James Brown, you, I can't be the only one that knows James Brown had food stamps. I know for certain that those people in the music industry have to know this, man. Mm. And you look at what, listen, listen. Look at the, um, let's look at these so-called conscious movement groups. You go to these moors and they want you to pay them money. Right? Mm-hmm. So they take him from you. James Brown was giving out food stamps. <laughs> One moment, please. Sorry about that. Forgive me for that. Excuse me. James Brown food stamps. <laughs> I can't have help myself laugh every time I say it. I get a kick out of it. But I'm bringing it up because, listen, we have an obligation when we're doing private banking. Oh, I see Ema posted a link in the, in the um, chat box. We have an obligation to clothe the naked and feed the hungry, but damn it, we got to clothe ourselves and feed ourselves first. <laughs> you see, we have an obligation to do this. So when when our brother ministers, when we were in uh, civil diplomacy, granted, we spoke about this probably about, I guess, two years ago, maybe longer than two years ago now, 
But we spoke about Fishers of Men Reformation Program and going out into the public and doing things like food drives and and things like that. Well, look, all these wonderful things that we want to do for our people, God helps those who help themselves. And if you can't help yourself, then the Most High can't help you. Not that the Most High can't. The Most High won't. He was putting images uh, here as images for James Brown's food stamps. Anybody that's online, you can look in the chat box and click on those uh, links. So we have this obligation that by the end of this year, we want to put everybody in homes, okay? We want everybody to have a home free and clear. If you have a home with a mortgage, we want that mortgage eliminated by paying it off. This is not hard. All it takes is collective economics, biblical monetary system, and private banking. James Brown food stamps. The man had radio stations and record labels. Now, he was one of my heroes until I found out that... um, I mean, I think he did a lot of good things. He did a lot of bad things because he he also was beating on sisters. And uh, he allegedly caused Tammy Terrell, who was loved in Detroit, um, caused her brain damage or something. He beat her up at the Apollo Theater. He beat her up all the way down the stairs, and nobody tried to stop him. Then she went to Detroit, got with Motown Records, started making songs with Marvin Gaye, found out she had some type of brain issues. She died. So he did some bad stuff. He did some bad stuff. But listen, James Brown food stamps, there's no reason we can't do the same. So what if we issue food vouchers? Well, we issue food vouchers, and we have um, storage places, and we collect canned goods and, and coats and stuff and blankets, and they can get a voucher, and they can come to a location and pick up, pick up some canned goods and food and what have you. I, I spoke with uh, Mr. Elias earlier today, and he's t- he was we were talking about how he does these things. He said... He said to me, you know, brother, this is what I do. I take this seriously. We talked about this a couple years ago. I've been out here doing it. He's been out here shaking hands with soup kitchens and attending attending events and getting to know people. He's been doing the work. You know, we got to do that for ourselves inside this nation. We can do it. I brought up the food stamps and food vouchers because I want to see the steps that we can take and the power that we can um, develop and what we can do to help the community and help our people. This is what we can do. There's never been, there's never a better feeling in your life than you're going to get 
than when you can help your brothers and sisters legitimately. I know in my life I can I can speak for myself and I can tell you this since I was sixteen years old I've been on this same path. Since I was sixteen years old, I'm forty five today this year. I'm going on forty six and, and later this year. But all this time I've had I've had some backslides because you know when you're younger you wanna do that. But for the most part, ninety nine percent of my life and I'm not even exaggerating, ninety nine percent of my life has always been related to doing the work of the Lord, even when I was a child. Seriously. Working in the church as when I was a child. But there's no better feeling when you can help your people for real. You know, not, not tell them, oh, just pray and God's going to drop it out of the sky. No. How about when you can say pray, give thanks to the Lord, calm your nerves, meditate upon the word of the, of the Most High. But here's some food. Here's some clothes. Here's some direction of what you need to do next. Here's a place, an employment place. Okay, we're going to employ people, yes. We talked to the Minister of Commerce about this um, employment agency that we can institute. But we're not going to be able to do anything until you help yourself first and how you help yourself, particularly as brothers. You got to maintain your commitment so we can stack our uh, revenue and do these investments and move forward. Emi Yaruf, can you share with us what you've uh, found there? Emi, are you there? Yes, sir. Yes. I, I'm sorry. What did you say? Can you share with us what you found and describe it for those who don't see it? Uh, for for uh, James Brown? <laughs> yes, yes yeah, he's uh, there's a there's a story um, on um, Madame Noir website, and it's just speaking about um, the gentleman that played James Brown along with Dan Akron. They share what was revealed in Get On Up, and it's also talking about that James Brown not only had uh, owned three record labels, various restaurants, and even a few radio stations. Besides corporations, Brown also notably created James Brown food stamps. And it says that, you know, he just basically was just a, a man of uh, entre- entrepreneur. And uh, a lot of people don't know that. It says the most surprising business venture was the James Brown food stamps. It was part of him wanting to recycle money within the black community before it goes outside of the community. It was actually James Brown's idea, and obviously it's not still around, but it was the most surprising thing to learn about him. And there's uh, on Google, if you just Google James Brown food stamps, you can see what they look like and his pictures on them, and I yell. Praise the Lord. James Brown food stamps. <laughs> yes, sir. Somebody said something? <laughs> Shalom, brother. Shalom. Well, I brother. Minister Elias to the Yahoo man. Shalom to the nation. Shalom, shalom. Just was listening to 
the the food stamp thing and you know giving back to the community just thinking about the dollars that was giving back to the community back when you know we were on the status of the black wall street and that type of mind state <clears throat> uh just recently we were involved i say we <clears throat> collectively um your brother say we out here rubbing shoulders. I've been rubbing shoulders with some individuals in Jacksonville, uh, Diallo, Secure. And basically right now, he was putting together a little water drive for Flint, Michigan. Um, he, a couple of weeks back, drove. I mean, they, they left with four rider trucks, man, pallets full of water, and delivered it, you know, brothers and sisters in need of that clean water and whether or not you know the situation may be never know when you may be that that brother in need you know my my story is real you know I know what it's like to struggle I know what it's like to not have you know to be in that food stamp line uh, didn't see any stamps for James Brown on it, but you know, just real talk. You know, I know, I know, I know about that. You know, the government sees man. I live in somebody else's basement, so um, you hear you hear different times needing. You know, collective economics. Um, it's it's about time we start building. Uh, you got to build on oneself and self-realization, and. You hear the brother say he was doing it since 15. You know, from Adam and Kevin. I mean, that's putting in mad work. And um, it's real on the field, man. And I can say <clears throat> it feels good inside to be able to help people and just know what it's like. I, I remember when it was a time where I didn't give, give, I didn't care about nobody but myself. And it was in, uh, not the best way. And I can say, well, you know, being sparked by this nation and just learning what I learned, it makes you want to get out here and really partake, you know. I'm helping building houses with the habitat of humanity, passing out food at the Salvation Army, I mean, by any means, because I know that these people is, there's out, they're out here, you know, you know, know how, how bad it gets for us. It's that reality check to really know that there's people out here in worse shape. So, you know, I try to do my best to bother my tomorrows against my yesterdays and just really work hard at what it's supposed to do and what it's meant to be a fisher of men, you know, man of the most high. And I'm just trying to put in the work, you know, that we're all called to do. You find your calling and you just um, play your part. The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part. So, peace to the nation. You know, I've been—I want to say been off, been off the radar, but uh, I had to go through some back doors to get this call. Peace to the minister, brother Cedric, for uh, that text message, and um, I'll be back on here. Uh, you hear more from me on a regular basis. And with that, I yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, so you see, uh, and the uh, listen, that brother is serious about this. 
because, I mean, he regularly tells me about some of the things that he's been doing, you know, or I wouldn't say even directly telling me, but we, I, I know he's been consistent. Why not all of us start thinking this way? Because you know what? All this I, I hate the white man BS. You know, I'm in Austin, Texas. Do you know all the people carrying these signs talking about I'm homeless and we were, we're working for All these are caucusoids out here on the block. I don't even see Negroes. Rarely do you see Negroes here with those signs. Rarely. All Caucasian. And some of them sleeping on benches, sleeping under the um, sleeping under the uh, freeways. As soon as you pull up, then they trying to wipe your windows and all types of stuff. And you know, it's mostly Caucasian. Anyway, we got to get over racism. I don't mean that we fall in love with these people that have done us wrong. I ain't talking about that. I'm not definitely not. I ain't talking about mixing in with them and all of that. I'm talking about just have a, a heart, man. You know, just have a heart. Anyway, um, dealing with this real estate investment program, we need everybody's contribution. We need everybody's efforts. Okay, so what everybody can do that's not um, directly in the real estate investment group, look for properties. And I'm going to put this information out. You can send property to the following email address. Um, email, if you could type this in the uh, chat box also. R-E-I-G at tonenetwork.com. T-O-A-N-N-E-T. W-O-R-K dot com. R-E-I-G at tallnetworks dot com. If you find properties, Sister Charlotte, uh, I don't think you were here last week, but uh, I want to thank you for what you did send over. You sent two things, and I want to acknowledge Jossier and Sister Charlotte for what they sent in the uh, email last week, and I wanted to uh, give you all the opportunity to speak on it yourself uh, because that's only right. Um, Sister Charlotte, can you, or hopefully you remember what I'm talking about. Can you share with yes, us? Yes, I remember. Okay, yes, ma'am. Yes, can I remember. Share? Well, you, actually, um, I, have a, I have a Zillow account, and I'll be looking at properties for sale and for rent um, always. I've been doing it for a couple years now. So I um, changed my settings to look for properties that were basically abandoned because I, I don't think I, – I had my settings for – it was like a high price range or whatever, but I, I felt – well, when I changed my settings, I got this one property that I, that I did send over to you, to your email address, on Gene Street. It's a one-bedroom, uh, one-bath house, like 750 square feet. and um, so I, I I drove by and looked at the property. It is <laughs> from the outside, you know. Um, I didn't I didn't see any pictures of the inside of it, of it. Um, but it it's a little wood house. Um, be good enough for like um, it wouldn't be 
a single family home property. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't suggest it for that. But like maybe somebody that's like elderly, um, you know, that's basically, you know, like living alone or whatever. Yes, ma'am. There was another thing you sent me before that one also. It was like it was, a web- it was an, oh yeah, it was the um the DVD, the free DVD to flip houses. Yeah. Okay, yeah. In my email, I don't know for whatever reason, it was just like this ad sitting there and it says uh, free DVD to flip houses. So I clicked on it and I ordered my, my disc, my well, my DVD. I sent it to Sister Crystal. And I sent it to you as well, so that you can post it up in the nation. Because I don't, I didn't know if you wanted me to post it up in the um, in the university, or whatever. So I just that's why I just sent it to you. But I haven't received my DVD, um, as of yet. Yeah, when when I I have like webmail, so it's like it's a little different than email. So mm-hmm. when it comes when it comes, it's like it doesn't really work the same way. So what I, the, the link that you sent is like a Google link, but okay. Um, how can I explain it? It's like a Google lead services ad link. Okay. So in oh. my, well, in my webmail, I don't know. I can't even explain it to you because I don't actually understand it myself. But anyway, I have the um, dot com now. I'm about to send this out to everybody else. So I didn't send it out b- before because I had to figure out what the link was, and I want you okay. to be able to speak on it yourself so that everybody knows uh, exactly who brought this to us. Uh, and that's very important. We must uh, always maintain our integrity and give credit where credit is due so that we all know that we're participating and that we all care enough to participate. So thank you for that, sister. Okay, you're welcome. Yes, ma'am. Um, now, Josie here sent some stuff as well, but I want to uh, congratulate Josie um in front of the nation so that we can all give him our support. This brother has been with us a number, what, four years, brother? Is it four years? Just here? Yes. Yes, sir. Well, just here has excelled, and um, he has, I say, what, two years ago, since two years ago, you've had your trust account. You've been working through your trust. Has it been that long, brother, or has it been longer? I think it's been about probably three years. Three years. Wow. I set it up at the end of um, 2013. I set it up in November 2013. There it is. So um, one of the things that we teach in the nation for those who are new, uh, once you go up in the degrees, uh, we teach how to do your uh, trust, and how to do it outside of the beast. And um, we teach to do all of your affairs through it. So this brother has been doing it, for, uh, living under it for three years. And he's had a business, and he started National Credit Services. How long ago did you start that? Over a year or two years ago? 
along with the exact date, but it, it's probably been about a year. Okay. So what what we teach also in the nation is is how to repair credit. Um, and one of the reasons we teach these things is because credit literally means trust. That's the literal definition definition of it in law. So whereas you don't have to really worry about credit scores so much, all this debt that's on us, we have to remove it for spiritual reasons. We have to remove it. Anyhow, the brother, as we instruct in the nation, we teach how to deal with um, uh, doing your own credit uh, restoration. He did it with himself and his loved one, was successful. Uh, from there, he came to me, said, Brother Priest, I did this, 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 and this. So he had the blessing and the sanction to go ahead and do his own business. Now, he just recently, this week, launched his website, nationalcreditservices.net. Everyone, please support him. Please send that email, or I mean, send that link around. Send it to on your Facebook or on your Twitters or whatever, and share it. It's on Facebook now. Okay. Well, as a side note, before I forget, thank you, brother. Because- no problem, brother. You have uh, brother Robert to thank for that. He did it immediately. <laughs> but, no, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Um, as a side note. Uh, let us not forget to support Mr. Emmanuel. He has a successful cleaning business. Is he on the line? You on the line, brother, Mr. Emmanuel? Okay. Um, BestMinneapolisCleaners.com. Please circulate that around as well so that that can support our brother. Excuse me, Uh, I'm on the line. I just had to put in my code and my phone and all that stuff to unmute the the line, but thank you. Yes, sir, no problem. Repeat that uh, email address, please. It's a website, bestminneapoliscleaners.com. So, everybody, please take 60 seconds out of your time and type that into your chat box or your uh, Twitter or whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever you got, social media. And share these with people so that their businesses are supported. Now, can you imagine when all of us do this collectively to support one another's businesses, we can send people to Brother Eric. Um, barber chair to brother Alex's barber chair to brother Tony's barber chair. There, we could send people to whatever business you have. You see, we got to think and act as one, as real, real brothers and sisters in real love. Um, brother Jossier, you uh, shared a website with us. Um, can you tell us about that website that you sent to me in the email? couple of weeks. Well, that's what you think. Can you share that with us, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, this email is actually, um, thanks to Brother uh, Kendrick, he told me that it's a non-MLS 
um, properties. So these properties aren't up for sale yet on uh, different websites. And uh, these properties, whoever does it, um, they'll go ahead and um, put the repair cost of the property if it needs repairs. They'll um, put what it can sell for after it's repaired, the ARV price up, and then they'll put um, what the, the owner is trying to sell it for. So um, I got this um, email through a friend, and uh, I want to pass it along to the nation because I didn't even know that. Uh, I thought it was just for the Texas area, but actually you can put in um, where you live, and it'll come up with properties around where you are. So um, if you don't have the site or if you don't have the link to the email, go ahead and um, send me an email through the the university, and I'll go ahead and uh, email it to you. Shalom. Brother Priest, you might be on mute. Oh, you're correct. <laughs> I was on mute. Uh, what, what's the name of the site, brother? I'll have to uh, put the link up in the chat box. Let me go ahead. Okay. I don't know the site name. I just click on the email, and then I'm able to forward the email. Yeah, so forget yeah, Go yes, ahead sir. and put that in the chat box. Hold on one second. Yes, sir. Um, one more thing, Brother Jesse here. This week when we were in class, you spoke on a situation um, that you had some success in helping someone. Uh, are you at liberty to share that with the nation? You yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Um, my grandmother-in-law, she had um, asked me to help her with um, her foreclosure situation. She wasn't able to pay her mortgage anymore, and um, so I took it as a challenge for me to go ahead and uh, try my best to do it, and um, I actually started about a year ago trying to um, take care of the situation for her. Um, During class, I would go back and forth and ask Brother Priest, you know, what should I do, and uh, his, um, his advice really paid off because... Um, I don't. Really, I'm trying not to go into detail of what happened as far as how to do it, but um, while I was taking care of it for her, the price of her home was about uh, about uh, two hundred and fifty-seven thousand when they started the foreclosure process, and when I was um, asking them to send in certain information that they were supposed to have. Um, they didn't have that, and um, they ended up dropping the price of her home to $99,000. And so wow. the beginning of January, she called me and told me that, and then it really hit me because um, we were still trying to fight to get the property uh, free and clear. And um, in the meantime, uh, when they dropped the price down, she just went ahead and refinanced her property at the $99,000 price, so the new company came in, refinanced it for her, and now uh, 
she's able to pay her mortgage at a cheaper price. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. One moment. So what happened was, if you all don't exactly see what happened here, this is a major thing because understand if they foreclose on your house, that means it's no longer yours. So that means you can't save it. But what he did is he sent in documents challenging the authenticity of it. They couldn't respond. They dropped the cost of the house, and she kept her house. And paid now, and Yeah. And these things happen, and they are victories. So anytime you can keep a grandmother in her home, that's a victory. So I praise the Lord for that. Yes, indeed. So I sent out, um, I don't, hopefully somebody knows. We discussed this before, but email curdesktop at msn.com. I think that's what it is. Somebody's email is rejecting the emails that I'm sending. Anybody here is cur, is it, let me see. Oh, K L R desktop at MSN dot com. Yeah, yeah. It's Does anybody know who that is? Sister Crystal? I mean Sister Roberts? That's not you, is it? No, that's not me, brother first. Let's see. Uh, let me see. I'll find it for you. By the way. Sister Roberts. Yes, sir. How's everything coming? It's coming along. It's coming along. Pretty better than last week or earlier this week, I should say. Okay. Need anything? Let me know. know I'm definitely. Yes, ma'am. It's uh, Sister uh, Russell. Let me see. Sister Ideana. K I R T desktop at MSN. This is Diana. Okay. And 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 the by everybody sending their information in, I got it compiled together, and I just go right flip right through it, hard copy. I'm flipping through everybody's stuff, so that was Sister Diana. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I sent out those email things and. Um, Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to say. You know, closed mouths don't get fed, as they say. You know, asking ye shall receive. And I'm saying this because, look, nobody here should be sitting around starving without food. If you're having food challenges, you got to let somebody know. Don't be embarrassed. Don't feel less of an individual. I mean, now... Don't be foolish and go down the dark path and start lying about things either. You know, because I've caught people lying about their hardships. Got to know recordings. 
having on recordings, uh, them spilling their guts and not even realizing that what they're doing. So, and I didn't say anything to them either. <laughs> but it's on recording and I know it's there. Anyway, we can only help where we know where we can help, if we're, if we're told where we can help, whoever it is. Because all of us need some type of help, even if it's just words of encouragement, right? But sometimes you need a little bit more than that. Sometimes you might need, hey, I might need a, a, a winter blanket. Well, if we can go out here in the public and help people, then we should be able to help people in this nation. We really should, and we need to do it. So don't let a day go by. Um, If you're having some struggles, now if you're lazy and if you're a bum, then just know if you come and tell Brother Priest, then I might tell you that you're a lazy bum. Don't be offended. But thank the Lord that that hasn't really happened. There's been a few people here that that are gone now, but that were like that. But um, just don't be offended. We'll still help you, but I'm going to tell you the truth. So what we need to do, everybody send properties to that email. Now, some of the things that I've talked about so far today, I'm going to send these out as emails, but I would have sent them out earlier. I just didn't want anybody to get bombed by Brother Priest's email. So I'm trying to, you know, space them out. Um, We sent out an email concerning some updates with the nation um, and revisions. And really... Well, let me go over that briefly. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. What we want to do, um, I actually have to say, uh, Mr. Elias inspired me on what I'm about to say because he used, uh, what was that, GoFundMe, I think it was. So what I was thinking is, and we tried it, but look, what if we use a GoFundMe and... We do it within the nation, um, for the people in the nation, and we do this. The formula. We have a certain amount of people enter into this money pool. The money pool means that each individual, now I'm not saying we got to use GoFundMe. I'm just using the example. Each individual, because there's another one, by the way. Don't let me forget to talk about that. It's another one that does strictly money pools. Hopefully I won't forget. Each 10 individuals in this scenario puts in $10. One of those individuals comes out with $100. And we do that until everyone gets their $100. That's a form of private banking and self-enrichment. That hundred dollars might be there for you when you really need it, or maybe
Chris, are you there? Brother Priest, are you there? Do you see Brother Priest's number on there? I see West Michigan. Okay, I'm going to go to Brother Priest. Hmm. He says tribes of aboriginals has hung up. Yeah. Oh, he fell off the line. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he should be back on just a couple of seconds, but um, yeah. he was speaking about the um, the money pool. I think it's a great idea. Uh, Last year, he was referring it to as something like uh, community chess. Mm-hmm. If anybody's not familiar with that, I mean, if you play the game Monopoly, it should sound familiar, but it's a great idea. You know, you, you mean, what do you think about it? Yes, I remember him bringing that up, and I thought it was a good idea. And then, you know, a name will be pulled each time till it goes completely around the board. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's no, something we should do. Yeah, it'll, you put in so much, um, mm-hmm. you know. He's back on now. Okay. You might be on, on mute, Brother Priest. You're on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Now we can. Yes, sir. Wow. I don't know what happened. But... I do know that I heard you all through my computer speakers. So, <laughs> like, for some reason, when I got cut off, I could hear you all talking in the speaker. Um, my, as a side note, I'm going to get back to the money pool. As a side note, my stepson got in a car accident, and uh, he's fine, but uh, it's really messed up our automobile. And you have these challenges in life, but you still got to keep moving forward. Nonetheless, back to money pools. So with the money pool, everybody can get, they can, everybody can benefit from this. Now, if you do this enough times, um, everybody you you start to come up come up financially so we want to implement that but we need everybody to make sure that you have a PayPal account and uh if we use those other accounts um we can do so i got to see if i can find this e- this website uh, i don't see it Okay, I'll have to come back to that later. Okay, next thing on the agenda. Um, we talked about the money pool. Listen, we can finance our future. The power is within your hand. If you want to break the spell of oppression, you got you have got to believe in yourself and in your brothers and sisters to do what's right. So that means that all of us 
we got to really care and really express our care and concern legitimately. We can't be faking this stuff. And if we find fakers, we'll ask you to uh, step aside. Anybody that that is not upholding their weight, and let's say in our investment group, real estate investment group, we need a three-strike policy on this because you know what? No uh, stopping this train. That means if somebody can't handle it, step aside, let somebody else come on board that can handle it. No excuse making. If you need to tap out, tap out. Just make sure that we don't get you replaced. We want people that are going to focus on this real estate property finding all of the time and specialize in certain areas. So, nonetheless, everybody needs to be looking for properties. Everybody. So what we can do starting next week on this line, I would like to see if we can open up and have everybody speak on some of the stuff that they found so that everybody that's here on the line is contributing. And don't try to shy out if you don't have something. (laughs) And don't just not show up to fellowship line because you don't have something. Because I know how how our people can get. You know, we can... uh, we can feel like even ashamed that we didn't accomplish something. So, listen, we're not going to beat up on one another if we're unable to do something legitimately. But my point is, let us do it. Let us do it legitimately. Send us over properties that you find. So the last thing I want to speak on is the criteria for the properties that you find. You want to find predominantly first rehab projects. You want to know how much it costs to purchase the property. You want to know how much it costs to rehab the property. You want to know how much the property does after the rehab. So when you find properties, those are the three things that you're looking for, for rehab projects. If you find properties that don't need too much work and they, they can just walk in, but they're being sold at below market value, send those over. But everybody needs to contribute. Hopefully everybody has it. I'll turn this over to Brother Shedrick, and we can uh, have feedback from everybody that's here. Or talk about whatever what anybody wants to talk about. Shalom. Shalom, brother. Thank you. Shalom. Um, yeah. uh, for, first and foremost, I'm glad that we're all here because um, I was going to ask if anybody, I, well, I'm, I would have liked to post my uh, email on the uh, TalkShoe chat box so that anyone can send me their uh, emails themselves. That way I can uh, compile like a list of properties that you guys may have and if we can, uh, I can centralize those and send them to uh, the agents so that they can, you know, go through them themselves and kind of figure out which ones we're going to execute first and then we let the other brothers and sisters who handle the hard numbers do that as well. But 
I am not able to get into my computer because my Wi-Fi is acting really, really funky right now. So um, this is going to be kind of interesting. Um, Shalom. Shalom. Email your roof. Yes, is it possible yes. that I can get you to type in my email? That way everybody can kind of forward their emails to me. No problem. No problem. What is it? It is Shedrick. That's S H E D R is in Raccoon I C K at tribes of Aboriginal Nations dot com. Got it, brother. Get ready. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, Appreciate it. I want to say uh, elaborate on something for just a second, if I may. Yes, ma'am. Um, yes, I, I, as, um, I, okay, I wanted to let Brother Priest know, but also the nation know that sometimes you just got to step out there, you know, put your foot in the water, because I did that a long time ago when I was working. I decided, look, I can't stay around these chemicals. I can't stand the people. I, I just don't want to deal with this. So, you know, I decided just to compile all my information, you know, set my ducks up in a row, and then I left. And, and, and fortunate enough, you know, I was able to get my unemployment for uh, two years because it was a year, and then uh, Bush was in office, so he extended it, so I almost got it for almost three years. And then on top of all of that, I won my dispute with the company because I knew that I just Too old, boy. Too yeah. old. Oh, hey, um, can you uh, go, can someone please turn off their, uh, mute their phone, please? So I knew that, you know, I had to get all my ducks in a row. And that's like even with property. You have to get all your ducks in a row and, and, and listen to what Brother Priest is saying, the criteria of it. Anyway, I got all my ducks in a row. I won my dispute, won my unemployment. I even went as far as because I acquired all my information towards my goal of leaving the place, but leaving it, you know, with good 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 intentions to at least make it for a while until I do other things. I compile that information, sue the people. I got money for that, you know. So what I'm saying is you got to get out here and do what you got to do. So I was fortunate. I'm fortunate enough to be a part of the investment group for right now, and Brother Priestley gave us an email address. So I went in and I put my, my information in. Uh, I got my little icon of a world, of the United States, map of the United States. Uh, I got Louisville, Kentucky, where I'm from. No, I don't have no number or nothing, but I got a, up at the above of it, single-family wholesale. And then I got investor, and, of course, my model to the ones that see my site is why be anything other than oneself, let's make it happen. YB just stands for my initials. And then I put in there, I'm looking for wholesale houses as well, single-family wholesale houses, and it has where you can put in your information, Brother Priest, and I put in the places I'm looking for, Louisville, Kentucky, Columbus Grove, Ohio, Cleveland Heights, Ohio, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, and Detroit, Michigan. And I'm fortunate enough that I've got four people that have hit me up, and I put for my expertise – I do have a little expertise in some areas, but not as far as doing the actual stuff. And I'm confident that as I listen and learn, uh, I've got the gift, gift to gab as well as the gift to comprehend what I need to do to get out here and, and, and deal. So I put in for expertise learning, to, learning stage, and this is what I'm trying to tell everyone. 
You don't have to go out here and act like you know anything. You can go out here and seek that mentorship and say, I'm learning, you know. So I put in there, I'm learning. I'm primarily a new single-family investor based out of Louisville, Kentucky. I am looking to connect with deals. My goal is to put people back in homes. In Louisville, there are many opportunities in acquiring property and homes. Kentucky is a great place to raise children, and the weather during the wintertime is becoming a much more warmer climate. There are properties and homes available in rural county and the city with plenty of opportunity to invest in great prices. Make sure to friend me and like my connected, uh, you know, my site. So, and then I've got these four people. One of the guys is named James Brown. That's the last gentleman that has hit me up. I also got some women here in Kentucky on another site I'm on this emailing me houses that are available and I can meet them at any given time. It's a little cold outside, so I'm kind of holding up on that. I'm just building up my, 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 you know, my people. I also have been checking into a couple people here as far as doing construction work or be willing to travel or, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to see some of their work uh, in, in the springtime. So what we got to do is that we just got to say, forget it. We just got to go out there. Mistakes, that's okay, because success is really when you attempt to do something. You might fail or you might be successful, but success itself is knowing that you did get out there and attempt to do it. Don't be afraid to be let down. We've been let down all of our lives. What we got to do is take that let down and be determined that we're going to have an uplift. So that's all we got to do is just get out here and do it. And, Brother Priest, I'm happy to say I'm going to be talking to these people that hit me up. And they're going to be teaching me. And, we, and I also do networking, rehabbing, create, creative problem solver, and also uh, property staging. And I do rehabilitation of homes. And with that, I yield. Phone on the record, this is uh, Brother Cedric. I'm smiling from ear to ear. Email y'all, Ruth. Are you on Connected Investors? Yes, okay, I am. Okay, because I, I just uh, signed up for it like the other day. And. Yeah. I have to admit, you guys, it is like it's like the real estate version of Facebook, and it is so cool. And it's the capital, it's the capital of doing everything is, now. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And the thing about it is, like, when you type, like, you can type in all your information. They actually already kind of like pre-categorize what it is that you're looking for, and then they create your personal profile for you. So you really don't have to really do too much, you know, trying to sound professional because they do it for you. And, um, you know, just create you, you know, kind of create a post uh, pertaining to what it is that you're going to be doing with the real estate investment program and just kind of sit back and let it work. I actually made a friend the other day, but they were swapping notes. Uh, their uh, agency that swapped um, buying and selling yeah. uh, notes on the back market and stuff. Yeah, so – it instantly, you just never know what's going to happen. But I put out a post basically saying, you know, we're looking to uh, sell houses. Yeah. And that's just to gather some numbers, uh, contact numbers from people who are looking to purchase homes when we do gather this, you know, our own little personal MLS. So, you know, like Emma Yaru says, don't be afraid. You know, I was kind of nervous when I got on there, but I didn't have to do too much when I got on there. So, I will be adding you, Ema. I'm going to try to find you on there. And, I'm, um, just, I'm just under Ema Yaruf, that's all. Ema Yaruf? Okay. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So, I, I wanted to also say there's a site. I don't know if every, I don't even know if Brother Priest has heard of him. I'm pretty sure he has. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Are you familiar with that, Brother Priest? I am. 
You know, I was fortunate enough to go to their seminar not too long ago, and uh, I took notes and everything just to be just, – I was just doing it just to do something to see what was going on. And uh, the gentleman up there was talking uh, – let's see, he signed a book, Jane somebody. I can't make out his last name. But anyway, um, he was up there doing the seminar, and then he gave – I'm going to show you all something that's really unique, what you have to do. You have to be first in line. He was giving – he was talking, and then he had two books that were called Find It, Close It, Profit, and the book's two, uh, 200 and some pages uh, long. So anyway, he was up there talking, and he said, he, he said I'm going to be giving a book, couple books away. So I'm sitting, like, at the very last row, me and my daughter, and he's up there, and he said, hey, anybody, you know, he finally comes to get ready to give this book away. He's holding this book in his hand. There's a first roll of Caucasians mostly, then a second roll of young uh, uh, Negro men, our young men, and a couple of young girls. So he said, I'm going to hold this book up, and I'm going to decide who's going to get this book. Well, one of the young black guys ran up there and grabbed the book. He said, oh, wow, that was fast. The brother really literally just went up there and took the book out of his hand, so he got the book. And I'm telling my daughter, dang, he ain't got but one more book, and I'm way back in the back. I ain't no way I can get up over them people that quick. Well, anyway, he had a friend in the back, and he said, my friend in the back has got one more book. Well, I'm sitting way over the end. I jumped over people. I jumped over chairs. I leaped over tables, and I got that book. So it's Rich Dad, Find It, Close It, Profit, and it's got all the forms. It's got different samples of everything, and I will be going through that, and I yell. Oh, that's awesome. Um, any of you, is it possible that when you uh, go through those uh, forms that you can probably post them in, like, the, the university? Okay. Uh, there's one thing. Um, I, I don't know, you know, because this is, uh, 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 you know, it's probably copywritten. And then okay. the forms that's in here, they got samples across them. So I guess I could. I don't know, Brother Priest, what do you think? Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I mean you know, it's, it's got samples. It's got samples like sample. These are all forms, and across it does have a great sample. But it is forms like sample foreclosure short sale checklist, um, sample FSBO contact questionnaire. Uh, it's got samples of limited power of attorney, sample letters of instructions to lenders, sample offers to purchase real estate, sample memorandum of option, example form used when you are the tenant buyer, so forth and so on. But they do have samples across it, so I don't know would it be permissible to do that or not, you know, samples of bill sales, samples of authorization release information, sample assignments of options to purchase real estate, so different samples. I don't know what we could do. Because I could run them off and scan them, but I don't know if it would be, you know, legit. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. Um, for the record, this is Oh, email your roof. Are you finished? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I'm through. I'm through. I guess. Yes, ma'am. Uh, this is Brother Sherrick. I just wanted to, like, share something with you guys um, that happened the other day. Um, someone had inspired me the other day um, to go and um, apply for my notary public license. And I ended up passing the exam. It was actually not that hard. It was like 44 minutes, uh, 30 questions. I studied the modules. And um, I'll probably be going to get sworn in next week or whatever. All right. um, I have the certificate, and I'll probably be going to get my embossment uh, or the little plastic uh, seal or whatever. And the only thing I kept thinking was this will be uh, great because then I can uh, start, like, studying, like, no 
uh, notorious protests and stuff like that. And uh, another thing I want to try to or have been trying to study a little bit is uh, schedules for bankruptcy because that's kind of like where I want to move in. But I just wanted to let you guys know that I had um, uh, kind of sort of obtained my notorial, uh, my, no- my notary public uh, license. So I'll be going to get sworn in next week. All right. And I, uh, yes, ma'am. You know, but, um, congrats, congrats, uh, Cedric. You know that's no real problem. Yes. Real problem for moving because, um, you know, being a notary public with the with the with the things that you're able to do with it, it is very um helpful. And at the same time, I'm pretty sure you do well with it with the fact that you know so much that you know with law already. So, uh, congrats, congrats. No problem. Um, and I also do want to say, uh, and, and this is a motivation for anybody, when priests state, when he tells us that anybody can do this stuff, like seriously, anybody really can do this stuff. You just have to really, really pay attention because even when I studied the modules, I wasn't like, I was like, oh, no wonder they do these things. No wonder they ask certain questions. No wonder they, you know, they present it a certain way. Um, you know, you just pretty much operating on public trust. And just learning how to, you know, respect it as such. But for the most part, I tell anybody, you know, we do need, you know, notary uh, publics in the nation. Um, I'm just one of them. But I'm pretty sure we can, you know, gather, you know, gather as many as we possibly can. You know, so I just urge anybody out there who is in Georgia, if you can, you know, go to your local uh, 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 clerk's office. Uh, or take your exam first, then get the application and take it to the exam, um, office and then get sworn in. It's, it's, not, it's not hard. I apologize. No, I, I apologize. I actually interrupted. I thought you were coming to your No, it, it's okay, um, brother. The thing is that I, how you going, like, my advice is because actually me hearing that you done did it, um, it's motivation unto me, and I also want to agree to what that thing that you may mention as far as when priests make mention of these things that anybody could do it. It's not no, um, it's not far that you can't reach. Anybody could do it. I I I, I totally agree. Uh, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like um, I've been motivated from ever since priests been showing us about it, and yeah, you know, even though there's setbacks at times when. If you get closer, you get more um, confidence to go do something. There's there's something that sets you back. But well, in me, I'm speaking on me personally. There's something that sets me back. But at the end of the day, I'm still I'm still staying confident, still staying motivated to go on and try to accomplish that. You know. But my advice, um, you know, I I think you're in um you're in college or whatever the case may be. You you know you can. Start advertising already, you know. Um, you know, if you know for a fact that you you gonna get that seal, but the best place I would say, according to my knowledge, is to advertise within the within the schools. You know, when the people go walking up the stairs. Right. A lot, a lot of students will check that out. No, um, many of them don't even know. Many of them don't even know. Well, I'm not gonna say many of them don't know, but I know a lot of people don't know that you can actually be a notary, um, or mm-hmm. actually get contact with a notary because. I just recently found out that you don't have to be a lawyer to be a notarizer. Right. Here in Canada, the process. Oh yes, yeah, right. 
Hey, Brother Gavin, can you go on mute, brother? Oh, see, I'm sorry about that. No problem, brother. Yeah, yeah I know all in Canada, though, the process that you, for an individual that's not a lawyer to become a notary, they have to present, uh, they have to be signed off with their with their um, employer or if they're self-employed, something of that sort. So it's not, it, 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 before you go ahead and do the exam, you got to have a reason on why you're going to become a notary public. And it, they say on the form, you cannot become a notary public just for the sake of creating an employment or creating a new line of business in a sense. But I know a lot of people do that. <laughs> not you. Yes, sir. I'll definitely take that advice. Um, but I know that um, when Pre spoke the other day, it was for the purpose of making sure that we understand that we can do these things for our nation. And this is the one thing that we have to understand is when we're, you know, learning these uh, uh, these trades or these uh, these certifications, this is to build what we have here because they already build theirs. <laughs> and we're tired of having to, you know, go to them for theirs. So now we need to take what we have and build on that. I don't see, you know, why we can't. I mean, you know, if, you know, we have, I mean, we created a system. So it shouldn't be, you know, always we have to be dependent on them. And just hearing, you know, Brother Priest, you know, speak on all this stuff, you know, over the years, it does, you know, it'll kick that fear out you. <laughs> so you just start trying to explore different things and do different things, and eventually you'll get where you need to be. You'll find what you need to do if you don't figure, if you haven't figured out yet. You will find what you need to do. It just kind of comes to you. It's like the kind of like the laws of attraction. You know, you you say those things or those you put the positive energy out there, and that stuff will come to you. So, um, I don't, you know, hold up the floor. Does anybody have any topics they want to share? Is anybody there? <laughs> no, brother. Can everybody fall off. <laughs> I'm about to put something in the chat box that um. I did um, is not released to the public, but it's talking about the foreclosure on America and um, what has happened over the years. Now, I want to say this because China, listen, I got this thing called Sling TV. I got a free trial. I just so happened to have this the other day. I turned on TNT and the basketball players jerseys have Chinese writing. <laughs> yep, Houston Rockets. Houston yep. Rockets, yeah. Now if if you see this and don't understand what happened and what is happening, you're going to be asleep and you won't understand why we got to make this move right now. 
It's our time to strike these irons. One more thing. Our brother Matthew is the one that brought connected investors to us as a nation. He's listed on there under Judah Unlimited um, Properties, Judah Unlimited Properties. I want to also say if any of you have not heard of ConnectedInvestors.com, you can log on there and join and look for properties on there. Everybody needs to participate. If you find somebody say something. If you find properties, please send them to reig at tonenetwork.com. Please support nationalcreditservices.net. That is just years business business and support bestminneapoliscleaners.com and send these around to all your friends and relatives and everybody you know. And um, connectedinvestors.com, Ark Matthew brought that to us. And you can look him up under Judah Unlimited Properties. And um, we'll all be connecting on there. I'm on there, but I haven't been, I haven't, well, I'm, I signed up, but I haven't been active on it for the last week and, or so. But because of these problems that I've had. But anyhow, um, everybody can participate. Eric, are you there, brother? I just want to ask you a quick question. What was the third criteria for rehab prices? I have purchase price and rehab price. Third, somebody asked a question. I guess twenty-two. Uh, Shalom, brother. Let me answer yes, this sir. question quickly. That's, One second. That's me, brother Priest. Okay. Charlotte. Um, yes, yeah, so I was asking for the, the it was three criteria that you mentioned for the rehab properties. Purchase price, rehab price, and what's the last one? Uh value after uh, after um completion. So after repair value. Okay. So what will it be worth after it's repaired? Okay. Um I, Eric, um in in the barbershop that you work in, is it, are you the like the Head barber, or how does that work, brother? Uh, going on the record, I, it, I don't. I don't work for a barber shop. I, you uh, don't? Um, no. Okay. No, I uh, I I learned how to cut hair when I was a uh, young, a little, I say about fourteen, fifteen, and uh, because uh, a guy had messed my head up when I first moved <laughs> to the south, you know, so. I learned how to cut hair so I, I can avoid that. So when I got good practices on my head, I uh I took it out to the neighborhood for a lower price, and, you know, it was just for my people, you know. So everywhere I go, you know, I just, you know, inform people that I cut hair, you know, you don't have to go to the high-priced barbershops, you know. I think I charge like five, yeah, five. It depends on if you're going to get a... a uh, the trim on your beard and stuff. I may I charge eight. That'll be it. So it's cheaper than the twenty some dollars and the you know seventeen dollars that they paying. And it just to help us, you know. So I learned at a young age because my granddaddy used to cut, and I uh I just get back to the neighborhood, and with that idea. Okay, now, the reason why I was asking, because I was wanting to say, um, I'm going to ask Brother Alex also. 
I just want to say, if you at a shop or something, if you're a notary and you're at a shop, I was wondering how that would work with traffic. Because I'm thinking if you're like the lead of a shop, then it wouldn't be a problem. But if you uh, have a chair, I was wondering if that would be a problem. But you got it even better. So, you know, that's great, brother. So let me ask Brother Alex. Brother Alex, how would that work in uh, in a situation at a shop with uh, a barber being a notary? You know what? Right now, I mean, I, I wouldn't even know. I mean, right now, um, I mean, man. I, this kind of like what's going on right now in Chicago with the business. It's not really the business. We don't get walk-ins like we normally used to, and the shops is like so crazy right now. But as far as being in the barbershop, getting the notary, I wouldn't even know. I'm just listening also. But yeah, it's like the like you being an independent contractor. Okay, thank you, sir. Because I, I I saw what was this yesterday evening. I walked by this pawn shop and it said notary public in the window. And I'm like a pawn shop has a notary that, I mean, I guess when I think about it, cause the pawn shop is really a bank, but I've never seen it in my life. So I started thinking about different places where if you have businesses, you can put it in. So thank you for that. I yield. I'll turn it back over to Shady. I have a question for brother priest. Yes, ma'am. Uh, did you see where China is uh, going to Chicago? The stock exchange is possibly being purchased there. Did you see that? I did not see that. Yeah, it, 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 I heard it a couple of days ago. So it does say Chicago Stock Exchange said it's being sold to China. So, you know, that's something that's current that's going on right now. Here it is. years. Hmm. <laughs> And they thought Brother Priest was crazy. And some people left talking about, why aren't you teaching us line by line, scripture by scripture? Because that's the goddamn idolatry. That's why. This is the real Hebrew. (laughs) 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 So so now nobody was talking about it. And they're still not talking about it because they don't know that this is the real deal. China has foreclosed on this place, man. <laughs> it's obvious. And they're not saying nothing. But anyway, we're at the right place at the right time. Let's rise up, brothers and sisters. Everybody, let's do a little bit of something to get us a little further day by day. Yeah. You know, that's the key. A little bit of something. Cause we got, and we got to hold one another accountable, you know, Oh, but side note, let me say this because one of the brothers I was talking to today, listen, when if you feel like a a brother or sister is out of line, the scripture says, pull them aside and speak to them individually. If you feel like they're misrepresenting you as a nation, pull them aside and be gentle about it. Try not to argue, but let's speak to one another one-on-one because that's important, particularly in manhood. You know, like when you got a problem with your brother, if you're a man, pull him aside and let him know, 
Hey, brother, look like you're going astray. Hey, sister, look like you're going astray. Be gentle and caring and loving about it. But let's remind one another to stay on the right path. Let's encourage one another. Not try to beat one another down like you better than somebody else. And you you so right and they so wrong. No, let's try to encourage one another. How you? Yes, sir. Thank you. Yimi Aru, you were speaking about uh, how China was um, uh, about to purchase the stock ex- uh, Chicago uh, Stock Exchange, right? Yes. Yes. You're so. This is now. This is so funny because we're sitting here talking about this foreclosure of America. And I was talking to. I was in class the other day, <clears throat> and there was these two sisters. We're in uh, legal processing, and there's these two sisters. Obviously, they were talking about this Beyonce uh, concert that was supposed to be coming to Atlanta sometime soon. And this sister was like, "Yeah, because I'm part of the Beehive." And the tickets come out early. And the girl was like, well, how much do you pay for a ticket? She's like, well, I only have to pay $100. But for VIP, it's 1140 So the other girl bust out and said, that's stupid. I wouldn't pay $1,140 to go see no Beyonce. You're making her rich. The only person, <laughs> I don't laugh when I say this. She said, the only person that can get $1,140 from me is Jesus Christ. Yeah, I said it. I was like, yo. <laughs> she said it so proud, and y'all know she was sister. y'all know she was a sister, right? So it made it worse. And then it got worse. There's another sister. They will still talk about Beyonce and Jay Z. Jay Z came up. The same sister who said that she was in a beehive, I guess. She said, "Oh, I'll never go to a Jay Z concert anymore because I was in a uh, I was in an audience and." When he came out, he came out in all black, and there was fire all on the stage. He had looked at like the devil, and I really tried to hold my laugh. I did hold my laugh, but then there was another sister who bust out and say, well, how can you go and see Beyonce when she's married to Jay-Z? If you claim he's a devil worshiper or you claiming that he's the devil, doesn't that make her the devil too? That sister got upset. It was like Beyonce had became a deity. Beyonce, uh-uh, no, Beyonce can't mess up, no, because, see, she is a Christian, blah, 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 blah. This is the guy I raped. The teacher bust out and said, you know, it kind of reminds me of this situation where there was this younger guy. Uh, there were two guys who were talking about Jay-Z, and one of the guys was a Christian. He never spoke two words in class. But as soon as that guy started talking about Jay-Z and Christ, the guy who got upset Oh, the guy who was quiet all the time in the classroom got upset because obviously he was a full-blown Christian. And it made me realize how damaged our people are. And it also made me realize something else. It's like we put so much energy into what's going on uh, with, like, material things and uh, all of these celebrities and all of this stuff, everybody's still, you know, talking about the whole situation with Beyonce and her uh, uh, her performance at the Super Bowl. I'm, I didn't watch it, so I don't care. But people were still talking about it. And I'm sitting here thinking, China just 
China's about to purchase the the Chicago Stock Exchange. It's insane how we are not paying attention to these things. And those same people who are spending $1,140 to go see Beyonce could take that money and try to prepare themselves against uh, foreclosure. It's sad to see your brothers and sisters like that. And it just it broke my heart to hear those sisters going back and forth like that. And it broke my heart to see that one sister say, I would take my $1,140 and give it to an imaginary compository God who she never seen before, who she probably would never see except in a coloring book or like 180 million pictures on the internet. That's the close she's probably ever going to come to see him. But she will never, if she doesn't get herself together, this system may never even see the light of day again because China may haul her off to prison somewhere. Who knows how that will play out? But this is just, we... You know, Brother Priest says that we are our brothers, you know, and sisters keeper. And it's like when we get so far up in this knowledge, it's like we're going to have to really buckle down because when you're dealing with people like that, it's like how do you approach a person like that? They, they really are in that truth. They're really in that belief or in that belief rather than the truth, rather. That matrix. We got, yeah, we have some work on our hands. Uh, I want to, to ask you something, brother. Excuse me. This is Amy yes, what, what does the word, because I'm looking at this article about China, and they got a picture here of a flag, yellow flag, and it says acquiescence. Acquiescence. Would you please explain what that means to the, the nation, Ac- the people? Acquiescence. Ac- How do you pronounce it, brother? <laughs> acquiescence. Well, I know there's, I've heard of, uh, Acquisition, but I can't recall acquiescence off the top of my head. No, that's no, not it's acquiescence. Acquiescence. You're right. That's the word. Is it is as an acquisition? Yes, acquisition. Um, it's well, on a thing, a flag. It's on a flag. It's on a pole. It's an icon on this site talking about China and what they're getting ready to do. China's going to do this uh, Friday. They announced the plans. They've already purchased it. And it's the oldest exchange in the United States. So it's got this picture here with a flag, and a yellow flag says acquisition, whatever. Acquisition? Acquisition, yes. Well, it's a form of purchasing property or acquiring property. Everybody, Mm -hmm. well, you know, I mean, yeah, if you lawfully purchase or if you lawfully are going to buy something, you're going to do it with, silver, with gold and silver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if anybody's seen the recent article, China's about to uh, convert the yuan to gold. Did anybody yes. see that? Yes. I you did. saw that? Yes. I was like, yo, this is crazy. They're doing it right in front of us and they're not even, they're not even saying anything about it on TV. But I saw it, I say, yo, man, this is going down. It, but yeah. It, it says it's executing about zero point five percent of US stock transactions. Wow. Look and at they're gonna open up the other uh, you know, they they're going to not only they're gonna exchange with locations <laughs> in Chicago and also New Jersey. Yeah. Well, there was another article the other day, um I saw on Facebook they were talking about how <laughs> The petrodollar is gone, and Russia has now accepted the one. Did anybody hear about that? Yeah. Oh. They, 
Yeah, it's real, man. <laughs> it's real. Them folks ain't playing. They getting out there, and they are they are now about to be that that entity that comes forth to chastise America. Same way America was sent to chastise us. Man, God is real. That's all I can say. <laughs> Very real. Mm-hmm. Anybody has anything that they want to talk about in uh, in particular? It can doesn't have to be related to real estate. You don't want it to. Be. Yeah, Shalom, this is uh, Andrew. You know what? Um, I want to talk about some pertaining to real estate. Um, sure. You know what? Even was making mention about you know what success is actually going on in this this China thing. It's going on in this China thing, and not really worrying about oh this and. You know, oh, this thing going to happen. I don't feel confident to do this. And, oh, you know, this didn't go for in the plan. You know, that's a real note because um, I didn't have no success. And I'm not saying I, I won't have no success. But at the end of the day, I'm going to keep on attempting. And I know once you try and you don't succeed, that doesn't mean you should give on up. You know, because every attempt is a step closer. And lo and behold, you might not you might not reach where you you might not reach where you're looking to reach as an individual, but you, you never know. You might you might take all them steps, and as an individual, you ain't get there, but you created a pathway for you as a nation just sprint on through, you know? So right. at the end of the day, I know that, um, like, like for, I, I'm going to speak on my experience because um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to speak on my experience because I, um, I, I don't really have an idea in what I'm – I don't – well, I'm not going to say I don't have an idea in what I'm doing. But um, I'm 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 willing to always learn more and more than with little that I do know, and um, I know that I I I I I just created a Craigslist uh, account, and I actually uh, put up a, a property in Windsor, and um, somebody emailed me back on the Craigslist account, and. Man, I'm foreign to this whole Craigslist Kijiji thing. I even sent I even sent a message to the REIG email saying, "Hey, somebody emailed me, and I don't even know how to reply back on a Craigslist." You know, but I figured it on out, and um, yeah, I figured it on out, and I was conversing with the individual, and they was telling me, um, I was well, I was conversing with the individual that had the property, and and the individual that had the property, he told me that. Oh, the property's already been. He already accepted an offer for the property. I'm like, oh, shucks. Um, but I and I'll, I'll speak with the individual. I'm saying, um, question: What's the reason for you giving away your property at the price of giving it away? And and he said, oh, he just wants to upgrade. He wants to upside. You know, he wants to get a bigger, a, better, a bigger property for him and his family. I said, well, is there anything wrong with the property? Is there any liens on the property, anything of that sort that I should be aware of? I said, no, nothing of that sort. The property is free and clear. And um, he said that, uh, you know what, with that, he said, if any, if, if Friday comes and the individual that made the offer is not willing to get this property, give me a call back and I will let you know what, what the situation is. So... Um, I was just asking as much questions that I could ask, whatever question that came to my head, whatever questions that I was prepared to ask, um, whatever questions that I had, uh, 
you know, expected to ask me stuff. My my studies, I was just trying to ask those questions because when I'm relating the information to whoever I'm relating it to, I want to be able to let them know straight up what the answer is. And if I don't know the answer, let them know that the answer I can get onto them at a convenient time that is fit into their schedule, but at this moment in time, I'm not able to get the answer because I'm working with my team, the association. I, like, I just put on crisis, I work with an association in which we're able to give uh, satisfying um, properties onto individuals who are looking to get their homes. And if you're not trying to deal with headaches in claiming a property, you visit the right page. Email me at such and such and such and such. I don't remember exactly what I said, but that's just around the ballpark. Um, and I'm just making mention of this for the sake that at the end of the day, you know, what the brothers and sisters make a mention, go put in an effort, just try something. Put an effort, try. You, you never know what you never know what it can lead on to. And the right. more you speak with individuals, the more you're aware of how to conduct yourself, the more you're going to be aware of what to expect, the more your confidence will build up. You know, so um, with that, I yield. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Brother, are you on connected? Are you on connected investors uh, besides Craigslist? You know what? I actually signed up with Connected Investors uh, like last week or so. I don't even remember my name. I don't even remember my account information. What? I, yeah, I can figure it out. No, I'm I'm, I'm on Connected Investors. Okay, I'm just I'm 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 just asking around because I'm just going to start adding you brothers and sisters on there just to make sure I know that you guys are on there or just so I can guys have you guys as my friends on there, rather. But um, other than that, does anybody else have anything else that they want to share in particular? Yeah, let me say this, uh, Andrew. Connected Investors is a real cool site. It makes it real um, easy to use and even converse with people. It's like, honestly, believe it or not, as, as – um, you know, I'm not trying to take away Oxygen. You said Oxygen said Connected Investors, the Facebook of 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 um real estate. It's also like the Google of real estate. I never know. You go, you know exactly what you want to type. You punch it in, boom, there it is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. I just got a friend request from a multifamily broker, Langford okay. and Associates, Los Angeles, California. Okay. Yeah. Um. I uh, was at Oregon the other day, and we were still talking, and this is still about China. And there was these two brothers there. And I was telling the one brother how the conversation started. The brother say, I'm going to go to China. I'm going to take a trip. I, I, I know he was joking. He was like, I should take a trip to China. And I said, brother, don't worry about taking a trip to China. You're in it. <laughs> <laughs> I see you are in it right now. The only thing missing right about now is the is the wine currency and you have any Chinese last name. I say, but this is very close to China. He said, What are you talking about? I say you don't know. I say America I say China's gonna foreclose on America pretty soon. And his eyes just popped out of his head. 
And I was explaining to him, you know, just certain things, little articles and stuff I had read prior to. And then there was another brother uh, who walked in, and he says, oh, don't worry about that, brother. He's like, the United States is going to go over there and blow up China. And I was like, you sound so sure of yourself. I say, you really don't know the power of China, brother. And I say, it ain't going to be a war like you think it's going to be. I say, you just need to really just sit back and just really study China. They're very strategic people. And after I said these things, he said, don't believe anything he says. The United States is still the world power. He said, we, we can, he said, we cannot be touched. This is a black guy said. I said, oh, yeah, and Rome said that too before the savage Germans came and ransacked them after 800 years. They thought they was a mighty world power then. I said, but, okay, we'll see exactly if he's saying that when China come and, you know, bond you. And he walked off. But it just goes to show you how America has adopted this exceptionalist attitude about itself, you know, because it, I guess it has relied so long on its tactics of, you know, it, its system of commerce. And, it, you know, I guess they never, you know, imagined that one day somehow people were going to start waking up and, you know, fighting back in in the form of commerce because you fight fire with fire. That's how you, you know, you defeat your opponent or your enemy, rather. And I just, just, that attitude has fell on, you know, the minds of its citizens, at least some of them, because most of the citizens, you know, know that America is crooked, and they already know China is coming after them. But then we have our brothers and sisters out there, most of them don't know what's going on, but then you have people like the guy who thinks that America is just that great. <laughs> I said, okay, we'll see. <laughs> I hear you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you know, and people think that way. <clears throat> they think because we have nukes and all that, but it's not going to come to that. I agree. And I'm just sitting here thinking because on uh, time.com, China investment map, it's a map. You can go on there, china.com, um, and it's got the color codes, and it's got all the little dots on this map, and you can hit on them, and it tells what the company is and so forth and so on. And they, they got, like, little dots. They got financial they got energy, consumer, technology, telecommunications, construction, petrochemical, agriculture, and infrastructure. And this is permeating all through America. And I'm reading this article where it says uh, the, the Republican presidential candidates are accusing China of stealing American jobs. Chinese investments in places like South Carolina and California will likely benefit from the investment. They said it, already Michigan has welcomed more than $600 million in Chinese investments over the past 400 years. I mean, four, four years. Now, I'm wondering, okay, now there's a chain of water down there in Michigan. Could it not be that they're willing to sacrifice a bunch of Negroes or bond servants to um, tank the water so that China would be discouraged and really investing in that? Or, even y'all rule, because it's funny you say that, because <laughs> my, my ideology was maybe they were trying to rot the, the blacks out of the neighborhood so that they can sell it at a cheaper price. It could price. be. It's, 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 it's a reason for it, though. Yes. But oh, looking at man. it, the Chinese just invested $600 million in China. Okay, now, you know you're going to get foreclosed on your house. Are you really going to want to give up your house, though? I'm using it from a logical, critical standpoint. 
you know, and you're will, yes, you know, ma'am. they're willing to sacrifice so many people. Because I mean, if they wanted to get them people up out of there, I'm pretty sure they could. Right. You know, but why not do it? Yes, that'll make them leave probably. But uh, China's moving in, and, <laughs> and you know, and they just spent 6.4 billion this year, this first half of this year. <laughs> in 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 what in, in what avenue? Yeah, oh. Probably all over the place. Billion to the U.S. in the first half of this year. Ema Yaru, this is Sister yes. Roberts. How much? How much have they invested over the last four years? In Michigan, uh, uh, Detroit, Michigan, six hundred million. Wow. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Detroit, huh? And then you know they had just. Um, uh, we talked about this last year. I know. I, re- I remember talking about mentioning it. That you know, last year they um, they purchased the uh, hotel Wardoff, New York. New York's Wardoff or Storian Hotel. And a matter of oh, fact, yeah. Pres- yeah, President Tsai will be staying at the luxury hotel when he visits the United Nations, and it says this displaces its usual occupant, U.S. President Barack Obama. <laughs> so they wow. made that, you know what I'm saying? And they made Jeez. that move last year. <laughs> it's just a... And Monopoly. I had to say this, Monopoly. yeah, I, and I also just have to say that this is—I guess this is just a beautiful time to be an Israelite because we really do get to see this thing happen. Like we get to see what it what it's like when an empire falls. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, you ever just sat back and thought about that? Like we actually get to see it, and now we see it because a lot of people think. All you got to do is just step on an anthill and you and it'll crumble. But it's always different ways that that anthill can, you know, dissolve. It's always different ways that you can, I guess you could say, counterattack your enemy. And I guess because America has put into the mind of, you know, its citizens that all you got to do is go and have a gun in your hand and fly across seas and rah, 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 we're going to come and take it and, you know, that's the idea of war. They don't think of war in terms of, okay, well, I'll buy this from you and or I'll agree to do this, and if you renege on this contract, then I'm going to come and collect from you. They don't think about stuff like that. But it's good that Priest has put us off on this so that we can see it. And now that we see it, it's just fascinating. It, it, it really humbles you because it lets you know that it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. Yes, they're ma'am. in Canada too, because the, the, there's some dots on the map. They're in Canada also, and they're all they're in Canada. Yes, oh, they're yes. in Canada too. And also, last year, Chinese investors established almost thirty thousand enterprises overseas, according to the Commerce Ministry. They have actually put in one trillion. They got investments of one trillion this year for the first time ever globally. Wow! wow. This is this is uh, you. Oh my bad. Yeah, um, Shalom. This is uh, Andrew. Yeah, everybody, everybody out here in Toronto knows that you go in BC side, British Columbia side, Vancouver side, you gonna see nothing but Chinese, and they mainly coming on over here as um, architectural students, um, working wow. civil engineers. They're coming. They're coming and working on projects where building, designing. Take um business management like I'm when I when I go when I go um work for my job I I do an IKEA delivering I be delivering all these properties all these uh IKEA products 
IKEA desks for students that are in business management or people that are, are a lot, and majority of them are Chinese. They're in business management or home operating on their home business as whatever the case may be. But it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them, and they're they're they're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Right. Uh, Andrew, in, in your in your part of the uh, Canada, mostly what they're concentrating on, as far as on the map, is energy and infrastructure. Oh my! A little, a little of technology, and a little yep. of uh, uh, agriculture, but it's mostly energy. And mostly energy, mostly energy, as far as in making. And you know what? It's funny you made mention of that because right now that is Canada's agenda. Canada, I, I'm telling you, I see, I see, uh, Prime Minister, uh, what's his name? Justin Trudeau. I don't even, even I, honestly, I don't even watch news no more because right now, once you know, it's the same old story based off of what the scripture says. You don't really like. I, I'm thankful I'm with the nation because y'all bring on that information. But for me, that's a waste of time at this moment in time. But but as far as Mr. Pierre Trudeau, um, Justin Trudeau. He's come, he be conversing and, and setting delegates to be conversing with these um, Chinese individuals, these Chinese uh, uh, rulers, right? And they're, they're, they're pushing the agenda for Canada to become more sustainable, energy efficient, save energy, use wind turbine, get off gas. They're really electric cars. They're pushing that agenda. They're really pushing that agenda, and China, uh, uh, China's known for that. China's known for being sustainable, even though it's so there's a, a great amount of, of, of they have a, a large population. Everybody knows China is 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 a sustainable country. It's a sustainable place because how could there be so much people on that little, on that on that region and it's not sustainable? You know. So it has to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Another thing that – oh, thank you, Brother um, – thank you, Brother Andrew, for bringing that up. Another thing that I noticed this year alone, um, on campus we have a, a very large influx of Asian students or Chinese students on campus. And I know a couple of years ago I spoke about – how a lot of the how the Chinese have now invested in these colleges. They've set up a uh, institute where they call it the Confucius Institute. And they've set up 400 worldwide, at least 90 here in the United States, and we just so happen to have one at HBCU. And we have so many Chinese, you know, uh, students on our campus. It does. It, it looks like UCLA. You know, so, um, yeah, it's interesting how that turns out, but it just goes to show you the influence of the dollar and how far it can get you um, in terms of commerce. Um, They're they're building an airport also down there in uh, the Bahamas, a Nassau Airport Highway construction, and it's $72 million, so they're building that down there. Dang. Um, Does anybody remember... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Does anybody remember? Uh, I think it was uh, uh, 
Anton Bijanier was making mention of um, them building uh, some train route in Jamaica or something, channels building a train route or some building something in Jamaica. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I, was it Jamaica or was it like Panama or Cuba or something like that? Something like that. I think it was, yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was. It had to be near Panama because, you know, they just completed that. Is Brother Priest on the line? I wanted to ask him something that was dealing with uh, something I sent him. I'm here. Uh, did you get the message that uh, Brother Antigenier had sent us? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, she left. Sure. Yes, sir. Um, does anybody else have any other um, topics that they want to share? Davos, two thousand sixteen. Oh yeah. Do you uh, did you see any new updates on that? Because I know you spoke about that uh, a couple of weeks ago. Did you check into it? I um. When the first night you gave it to me, I, I skimmed over the site. I saw some stuff in there. Um, I didn't see anything about, like, Will I Am or anything like that, but they did mention some – I saw some uh, other celebrities on there, but it wasn't anything pertaining to, um, like, a conference or anything. I guess it's more like a site where they just update you on, like, world affairs or something like that. Mm-hmm. I I tried to, like, go through it and see if I found, not necessarily what you were talking about, but more so just to kind of understand its purpose, which it kind of clearly tells you what it does. It's, it, it pretty much just uh, converse about the political affairs of the United States and just how to make it better, I guess. For the but whole world. The, yeah, or for the whole world, rather. But I wanted to at least see that 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 conference that you were talking about, I really really want to hear about that. I haven't just been able to sit down and actually, um, actually I'll, looked at it though. I'll post the site. The, the only reason why the only reason why I said well I am there was quite a few um, uh, stars that had attended, you know, that world okay. economic as well as dignitaries and things like that, and our president of sec- uh, vice president and secretary of state and secretary of, of defense and all that, all of them. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'll send it to you. I still have the site. I, well, at least I think I have oh, It's on my laptop, so it's going to – I'll see if I still have it on the site. I <laughs> should sure have it. Um, Come on. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to exit so I can do this work. No problem, so, brother. We'll see you next week. Don't keep the people on too late. I will not. I won't. I'll, <laughs> I give it about a couple of more minutes, maybe. Um, just try to get you some 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 you time, brother. <laughs> if you yeah. can. We love you. We talk to you later. Yes, Sunday. Sir. Is, do we meet Sunday? Uh, yes, ma'am. One o'clock. Thank you. Shalom, brother. Please, sir. Uh, when is the uh, next real estate meeting? Uh, are you talking about the group, or are you talking about what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, the group. Um, did you get the email? Uh, did you send one today? No, I think I sent it. I don't know when I sent it. Was it a week ago? Yeah. 
Uh, what day is it on? Because I'll have to uh, get off my phone because my screen is cracked, and I'll have to go onto my computer. Uh, can you give me a call tomorrow afternoon? Yes, I can do that. Okay. Um, and we'll, we'll work it out there. All right. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom, Yes, indeed. Dom, does anybody else have anything else that they want to, uh, like, put on the table? Yes, Shalom. This is Brother Matthew Judah. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I just remembered that I have an application from this uh, company that I was dealing with, and it's what it's called. It's called Data Cruncher, and what it does is scans all the zip codes for uh, properties that are. Uh, <clears throat> it gives you the the uh, undervalue of the property and percentage wise, and uh, what you do is you put in the zip code. Of the of of any neighborhood or whatever or any city, and it give you uh, properties that are listed, MLS and stuff like that, and uh, <clears throat> let's see. And once you put it as a zip code, it brings down all the properties that are listed, and it tells you how much, how what percentage it's undervalued. Say if you had a property that. Uh, Say about hundred thousand, and it'll tell you uh, how much it's undervalued. Say it's like forty percent under uh, under the value, and you can find some that that's like sixty to fifty percent undervalued. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Due to the uh, the uh, original property value. So I got that application also. I'm going to see if I can uh, put it on the uh, in the university so we can use it. I don't know how many people can use it at one time because it's just me on it. So I can put my information on there and everybody can go in and, and value the properties in their cities. And uh, actually it's got classes and stuff in it too. So what I'll do, I'll put that into the uh, university where y'all can go in and just uh, use my information and just go into it and go through your city by zip code and and find out uh, which properties are undervalued and we can uh, see which ones may be a good deal for us to to jump on. What is that, data cruncher? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. And also, uh, once I put it up, it's got courses and stuff in it also. It'll give you uh, more information on how to use the products. And uh, actually, it's got a lot of stuff in it. It's called La- the uh, Lazy Millionaire. Lazy so you can go into it. Yeah, and it, it gives you uh, all type of courses on how to use use it and also how to do real estate. And stuff like that. I just remembered I had it. Okay. Lazy Millionaire Courses. Do real estate. And I think I paid $100 for it. 
Is it a, a CD? No, it's an online course. And oh, okay. uh, once you get it, you know, they, they give you a, a lot of stuff you can use. I, I haven't been in it in a while, so once I put it on, uh, I guess when we get off, I can put it on there. How you doing? I had a and then, Yeah. Hey, uh, hold on for a minute, brother. Hey, brother Gavin, can you can you mute your phone, brother? Oh, come over. Uh, thank you. Brother, brother Gavin? Hey, um, brother, brother yeah. Gavin, can you mute your phone? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. I'm sorry about that, guys. Come on, man. I keep tapping that mute fo- that mute button. <laughs> no problem, bro. <laughs> I was like, what the world? <laughs> yes, brother, you can continue to speak, brother. Yeah, and... uh let me see. I think I just, uh, I had it open a second ago. Let me see if I still got it open. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I still got it open. Data cruncher. <clears throat> software. Yeah, it's a software and uh, let's see if it's locked. Uh, 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 let's see. Yeah. Uh, deal analyzer. Uh, iPhone app helps you analyze deals. Uh, nationwide buyers list. Uh, uh, deal finder. Instant wholesale profits. The virtual investor. Instant deal submission. So. Let's see. Once you go through, uh, it's got courses in it also. Real Estate Empire Builder, uh, Lazy Millionaire System. It's got courses on the Lazy Millionaire System, uh, books. Uh, basically, it's a lot of videos, so you don't have to do a lot of reading. <clears throat> it's got in the Lazy Millionaire course, it's got three videos. And uh, it shows you how to use it and also shows you how to wholesale, uh, how to find property. And it also hooks up to uh, through uh, in, uh, connected investors also through a nation, nation, nationwide buyers list. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Gavin. My name? Gavin. G A V I N. Thank you. Brother Brother Gavin. Oh, I'm I'm still on mute. Oh my god. Thank you, brother. No problem. And this is by uh, a guy named Jerry Norton. Hello? Yes, sir, we here. Yes, sir, we hear you, brother. Okay. Now, with this data cruncher, let me go into that real quick. <clears throat> this is the uh, data cruncher. The data cruncher is a very simple tool to use. Simply enter zip code for the area 
you are searching for deals. The data cruncher software will determine the average solid price per square foot of the home in that zip code and and list all of the properties currently for sale that are under the average price, letting you know which properties are underpriced and potential deals. So it has two videos for that. And uh, down at the bottom, it has uh, where you type in the zip code that you're looking for in your area and just hit submit, and it'll bring up all the uh, zip codes that are undervalued. And it'll give you the percentage how much they're undervalued. And so you can type in, uh, somebody give me a zip code. Let me see if I can find something. 912. 912? Yeah. 912. That's the whole zip code? Is that, or is that an area code? Oh, wait. Are you talking about 912? <laughs> I don't know why I always get area code and zip code always mixed up. So it's 31408. How about that? 31408. Please forgive me. <laughs> That's okay. I always get a mix up. Shalom, Nation. This is Sister Roxanne, and I'll be exiting. Shalom. No problem, Sister Roxanne. Shalom. We'll see you next Thursday. Already. Yes. Yes, sister. Shalom. Shalom. Sister. You guys see the code don't have no letters in it? Okay, let me see. I found... Let me see. I found one for 39000 on one thirteen. Albion Street, Savannah, Georgia. It's a two-bedroom. It don't have the baths. It's uh, let's see, twelve hundred square foot, thirty-one dollars per square foot, and it's fifty-eight uh, percent below average. Oh, so that would be a good deal. I found one also. Let's see, that's 42%. I found one 68%. Oh, that's the same one. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's the same one. So going up for uh, 32,000 at uh, 68% for average. So that would be a good one also. So if you're in that area, check out 121 Albion Street. And you should be at, and once it pops up, you can hit uh, where that's located on the screen, and it'll bring up the property. Let's see. It brings it up on, what is this? on uh, Trulia, and it brings up the uh, information about the property. Let's see. And on Bartow, it's a foreclosure. So 
And that's up for auction. Let's see what else they got. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to put it up uh, in the uh, in the university. And so everyone who's in there can go through it and check it out. Because you can find all type of properties on here. And it's not just foreclosures. It's homes for sale. <coughs> so it's called uh, Data Cruncher. And it's in uh, the lazy near year. So once you see it in there, I'll put in the the information where you can just uh, use my uh, code and stuff and just analyze properties in your area. Shalom, this is Andrew. I'm now going to be entering the call. See you guys next week. No, no problem, brother. Um, uh, um, brother Matthew, because I don't necessarily, um, I'm not on the line, so I can't necessarily see the chat box or the information. Um, if you can see my email still posted on there, just uh, can you uh, also email that to me as well? Um, as far as your, your code, I think that's what you were saying, so that I may also access it. Okay. No problem, brother. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Um, it is the time now. Oh, someone's going to say something? Yes, this is Sister Crystal. Um, I was just going to say that uh, there was a lot of good information tonight. I wasn't able to be on last week, but I will be listening to everything that I received tonight, and I will be exiting the call, and you all have a good uh, night. Tomorrow. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, sister. You have a good night too. As a matter of fact, as I was getting ready to um, adjourn for the uh, evening, um, just make sure that you guys take to heart what priest is saying, because it's, it's very important. And you know, we're operating on borrowed time, <laughs> so um, we'll see you guys here next Thursday. Shalom, shalom. 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 shalom.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.